Welcome to the Going Pro Leadership Podcast, where leaders learn not to do more, leaders learn to become more. This is the very first episode, and I just want to thank the pro team at Pipeline Church for all of their hard work and effort. This is dedicated to them, for them, as well as other leaders around the world. So let's jump in. If you're a leader and you've never led a team around you, or maybe you have and you feel like you've lost that team, I want to help you understand today that there's always hope to lead again. There's always a way to win them back. And if you've never really led a team and this is new for you, take these four tips and apply them early and you'll be that much further down the road. Today is all about never leading alone. Never lead alone. Now, the tendency is to always fix problems and come up with solutions as leaders. We lean towards the side of doing things ourselves, but you can't give 100% of your focus to multiple things. The less we focus on, the stronger it is. So what happens when you have multiple items in the bank to get accomplished? What happens whenever you have so many things that you don't know what to do with? Well, the value is in your team. You must have a team in order to get things done in a healthy way. In fact, the capacity of your potential as a leader is measured by the strength of your team. Without each other, the potential for growth and reaching goals diminish. Even Jesus, the Son of God, recruited a team because he knew that the long-term value of the message must come through the disciples. If you're a leader and you're trying to do it on your own, then I want to say two things to you. First, I commend your audacity. I respect that you're on a mission. That's great. Second, I caution you that if you keep going without a team, everything and everyone around you will not only suffer, but you're going to lose some amazing people in your life. Your family's going to suffer because you have no time for them. Your team's going to suffer because you're stealing their purpose by doing everything. And your organization's going to suffer because you remember this, that, that what you're doing is much, much bigger than you, right? So we as leaders tend to think we are the cul-de-sac of the gospel. We tend to think that it ends with us, but in fact, we are a bridge, not a cul-de-sac. If you aren't allowing what we do to go through others, then the church or organization we're leading will not last. It's just a fact. So I'm going to give you four fixes to help you never lead alone. They're fixes because many of us already, you know, we're there and we need to bring our team back together and build unity. So these are practical action steps that we can exercise to enhance our relationships with our team and be intentional about creating an environment where our team members can have purpose. Here we go. Number one, listen to feedback. Insecure leaders, they're not going to listen to feedback as it can turn into an autopsy. It makes us vulnerable, but strong, secure leaders are okay with this process because, especially when there's a spot detected somewhere in the organization, right? It should be an invitation. If you think you have people out to get you and rip you apart, then you probably don't have the proper people around you, or you may just be paranoid. But we as leaders fear that, so it's safer to just avoid it rather than have the hard conversation. Matt Keller, the pastor at Next Level Church in Fort Myers, Florida, says this, you are one hard conversation away from your organization growing or dying. And sometimes that hard conversation is for us. Look, we don't have to implement every single process just because it was feedback from our team. However, every idea or thought should at least be considered. Your team just wants to know they have a voice. Remember this, give them a voice and they'll get on your vision. It's not an autopsy on you. They want it healthy just as much as you do. Number two, let go. This is almost like a stage two of the first fix. We can listen to our team all day, but if we micromanage, we're going to lose them quickly. We must have the leadership capacity to give clear expectations and risk mistakes. Both are necessary, and yet both are neglected many times. It's much easier to do things ourselves because it's all up in our heads. Being a leader is the ability to communicate those expectations 
so that your team can work the plan. Unspoken expectations is premeditated resentment. If you ask someone to go get a rock and they bring back a rock, but you really didn't want that rock, you wanted a different one, you're setting your team up for failure. You weren't clear even though you had expectations up in your head on what the rock was supposed to look like, right? It will lead to resentment after a while. We have to give clear expectations to our team. I know, I've been on the giving and receiving end of this. You're going to lose people around you very quickly, so give clear expectations, but also allow mistakes. We as leaders are far from perfect. People learn best through mistakes and experience, so gently help them along the way, but don't prevent everything you know from happening. Sometimes they need to scrape their knee to know not to trip in that spot again. All right, number three. That third fix is to empower. If you sort of run your ministry or organization as a dictatorship, it's never going to grow. If you make all the decisions yourself, if you're in every single detail, it's just not going to grow. It's a fact. It doesn't matter what kind of a business organization. Everything is not saying that you don't want to know every detail or you don't want to know what's going on in your organization. I think... I think that's a misconception because it can keep you from growing, but doing everything yourself and and making every little decision for every little thing, that's not going to empower your team. It's not going to give them any authority to do anything. The growth of your organization is determined by the key leaders you empower. As you grow, there will be more problems. There will be more avenues to travel down. You can't be in more than one place, and you're going to need a great team to think the way that you do and think the way that you don't. We don't want to delegate responsibility We want to empower authority. Giving responsibility creates workers. Empowering authority creates leaders. Good leaders give responsibilities. Great leaders give authority. When you give responsibility, you choke purpose. When you give authority, you open purpose. We want to ask the question, who is the next you? In other words, who has taken your spot so that you can move on, so you can lead elsewhere, or so that you can lead up? Who are we pouring into so that we can do something else? When we don't move, we hold someone back. That's one more person that could have been in our position somewhere. There must be movement in an organization for it to grow. Otherwise, it is stagnant. It will not grow. And it only moves when people move. And they only move when empowered. If not empowered, then they either stay the same and do what they've always done or they leave. Either way, your organization is not going to grow. Empowering should be fulfillment of the main leader's purpose anyway. That should be a passion, really. We should want to see our team grow. And the fourth and final fix is to be imperfect. Your team doesn't want you to know everything. I'm speaking from personal experience that you do not want to hide your imperfections. The tendency is to bottle our mistakes up, thinking that our team will respect us more and follow us more because I'm right all of the time. The opposite is true. They will follow you, respect you more when you own mistakes and take responsibility when you're wrong. Authenticity is presented as a result of your ability to show that you can not just take a hit, but own a hit. Many leaders can take hits all day. It's owning the hit that's difficult. It's owning the hit that keeps us from showing our authenticity. So just know you're going to have many hits that you're going to have to own. If you hide those hits, they will train your team that it's wrong to make mistakes. And when they mess up, they're going to beat themselves up far worse than you can as a leader. So be imperfect and show your team that's that it's okay to make mistakes. It eases the pressure. Now, a little pressure is good. We don't want to get rid of we don't want to get rid of all of the pressure, but it does ease that pressure enough to bounce back. And I should say it takes away the negative pressure, right? There's positive pressure, negative pressure. So laugh at it and move on. All right, let's review. 
We're going to listen to feedback because your team's voice can be more valuable than your own ideas. Letting go has to be a systematic process, not just an event, in order to have consistent health. And we're going to empower people by not delegating responsibility, but empowering authority. And we're going to show our imperfections out loud. We're not going to hide them. You're going to gain much, much more respect. Thank you so much for tuning in today for our very first podcast. Please subscribe. Please share. Not only will it benefit others, but it would mean a lot to me. We'll be with you next week for another episode in Going Pro in Your Leadership.